Hello and happy Thursday. This is Rebecca from the Highway Safety Gang. Today's topic is everything car seats. So if you have kids or grandkids and you want to make sure that they are in the right seat and that the seat is incorrectly, you're going to want to listen to today's show. Welcome, Kathy, to the Highway Safety Gang podcast. So today we're going to talk about car seats, everything about car seats. So let's uh, start a little bit about, can you tell us who you work for and, you know, how long you've been a car seat tech and an instructor and and everything like that? Okay. Uh, I work for the Traffic Injury Prevention Project. And it is through, um, it's a, it's funded through a grant by PennDOT, and then it's administered through the PA chapter of the American Academy of Pediatrics, and that's in Media PA. And we are um, a highway safety program uh, that educates the public, uh, specifically on, and mostly on child passenger safety. Uh, but we do do other programs like uh, we talk we talk about bike safety, uh, pedestrian safety, uh, teen driving issues. Um, we have a one eight hundred car belt. Uh, it's a toll free number to call uh, if you have questions about car seats. We also have a website and it's pakidstravelsafe.org, and you can order materials, see recalls, uh, when are car seat checks being held, etc. So, um, you know, that's a part of uh, the education that we do. We, we go out and do the certification programs uh, for car seats. So uh, we train police, um, uh, medical personnel, EMS, uh, social workers, pretty much anybody. We even have moms come through our courses. So um, we do those certification courses and then all the update courses um, to keep them certified. So... Um, you know, and you're uh, also an instructor. I'm an instructor and- for, yeah. So I'm an instructor. So I run those classes and, uh, I've been a car seat technician, I think forever. I won't say how long. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Well, I'm, I, I when, when it, when you first, when we first worked together and you hired me, I was a, not even a mom. And you told me, you sent me to the car seat technician class, which was, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> 14, bonding. It's a bonding ago. time. <laughs> You'll remember and it forever. <laughs> I can't believe the, I mean, we're going to, we'll get into a little bit about this, but I just cannot believe how involved it is to become a car seat technician. And we'll talk about what that means to be a car seat technician in a little bit. But sure. so now, I mean, as we've, I've talked about on the podcast, as you know, as everybody knows, we're in this pandemic, but so that time. doesn't mean... Right that people are not traveling. Right. And that doesn't mean that obviously people are still having babies. Right. <laughs> so yeah. car right. seats still have to be installed they correctly. Still have to be purchased and installed and yeah, sure. Right. It's still there. Right. So um, let's talk about, uh, we are in Pennsylvania. So let's talk about the law as okay. far as the law with car seats. Okay. So um, Pennsylvania's uh, law of love, um, it, what it states is that uh, from birth to age four have to be in a car seat wherever uh, they are seated in the car. Um, and it's, and it also uh, stresses that the driver 
is responsible. So regardless of the relationship of the driver to um, the children that are in the vehicle, they are responsible to make sure they're buckled up properly. Um, so from birth to four, they have to be buckled up in a, in a car, in an approved car seat. Um, and then they have to, from four to eight, uh, they need to be in at least a booster seat. So, uh, when I say at least, so if you have a four-year-old, four, five, six-year-old that still fits in their five-point harness system, they can stay in that. Okay. They don't have to move at the age of four to a booster seat. Okay. Um, at, at the age of eight, um, till they're 18, uh, they need to be in at least a seatbelt. Okay. Uh, and again, if you have uh, you know, a lot of small kids, so if you have, um, you know, like eight from like eight, nine, 10, they might still need a booster seat or, um, what's kind of new out there is a, a belt guide system that it's not actually a booster seat, but it just, um, helps the seatbelt fit them a little bit better until they're actually, you know, that, um, tall enough and, uh, to fit in a seatbelt. So there are fines associated with that. And so, you know, it's discretion of a police officer. And if they, they are cited, um, some two good things, you know, happen either the parents require them to go get a car seat. Um, so that child is, is protected, you know, if they didn't and they're fine, fine, the fine goes to a fund um, that purchases uh, loaner car seats uh, for the state. So it's kind of, you know, it's a, it's a positive outcome either way. A child's being helped. So, um, right. And that's the website, last. the website you mentioned before your website will talk about those loaner programs. Yeah. And then just, um, you know, I said birth to four, they have to be in a car seat. Also in Pennsylvania, um, they added on, uh, you know, probably about, I think we might be going on two years ago or so um, that they have to be rear facing till the age of two. So, um, you know, so there's that age milestone, but they, and again, they can stay rear facing. So if they're two and they still fit rear facing, you can continue to leave them rear facing. Okay. You're not, right. gonna, you're not going to get in trouble for turning them around or, or leaving them rear facing beyond two. <laughs> and we, I mean, as a car seat technician, we do car seat checks uh, a lot and, and going on with that is one thing we hear all the time is, uh, you know, their legs are squished and they don't look comfortable. Um, right. So let's talk a little bit about that. So why, why the rear facing till two or older? Well, you know, you know, our, our crash stats and, you know, the way that we do crash testing, you know, we can see that children are, when they're rear facing is that their head and neck are better protected. Okay, um, their head is the, the biggest uh, part of their body. Um, their neck, their vertebrae are, are forming. And if we can leave them rear facing, that's, you know, if we turn them forward facing and we do, we look at that crash video, you know, we can see that their head and neck are being, even though they're in a car seat and they're being held back, there's still a lot of pulling with the crash force that their, their heads flop forward and, um, you know, they're pulled forward and that can cause injury, even though they're in a car seat. So we want to leave them rear facing. They, they have that um, they have that better head and neck protection. And I mean, we always say that if we could all go to school and work rear facing, we would all be safest right. in a crash just, because of right. how it, it is. Just, right. It just makes it more difficult to <laughs> to drive. Obviously. <laughs> right. Right. That. Right. Uh, we could drive and you know, it'd be nice in five point harness systems too. Um, right. You know, but. And I think. Um, 
the boot and we talked about booster seat and i always think that this is i always say like the forgotten age the forgotten law because i think that's where parents get really confused that's where i get the most questions about height weight well i heard if it's this tall i heard if it's this so pa law says four to eight years old right and that's kind of like the bare minimum right but now does it go by height and 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 weight let's talk a little bit about that because that i think that's a big Big question right. with parents. Uh, the law doesn't. The law doesn't get into that. Um, we just uh, the, our Pennsylvania law just um, states by age, and that's kind of like a, you know, at the very least, you know, guideline. Um, you know, children are all different uh, heights and weights, and and they have all different kinds of needs. So you really have to, as a parent, look at, um, you know, what what are my child's needs? Like, you know, uh, maybe my child's, uh, you know three, but there's still only, um, you know, like 20, between 20 and 30 pounds. So a lot of car seats uh, have a 40 to 50 pound uh, weight limit for rear facing. So we need to take advantage of that and just, just to leave them rear facing for that better head and neck protection. Um, So as far as the law goes, it doesn't do this. So best practice and where, and where parents could look, what best practices um, is either uh, NHTSA's guidelines or uh, the American Academy of Pediatrics guidelines. Um, they kind of state them a little differently, but it's all the same message. And basically they're saying like, leave them rear facing as long as you can up until the upper height and weight limit for that position. So if they're rear facing and the car seat goes to 40 to 50 pounds rear facing, um, then best practice would be just to leave them rear facing regardless of the age. And then um, best is for uh, forward facing once they, you know, their turn forward facing is just to use the forward facing harness up until that higher weight limit, which could be as high as 65 pounds or more. Okay. Um, and even height wise, you know, some of them accommodate a tall child, a tall skinny child, you know, or, right. um, or a heavier child um, that needs more width and room. Um, and maybe, you know, better, uh, a better belt system, a higher weight system. So, um, so we need to go by the car seat manufacturers, um, what are their limits and what did the, each individual car seat manufacturer. So whether it's Graco or even flow, um, you know, uh, whatever, uh, you know, you need to go by whatever that car seat manufacturer is recommending for, you know, the height and weight, um, certainly just utilizing harness systems as long as possible. Right. And we, that um, it's a recommendation that children be in the back seat till 13 years of age. Yes. And um, now that's a recommendation. Talk- yeah. yeah. And we um, get we get a lot of questions on that. Yes, we do. Right. <laughs> and I'm all about keeping that maybe a little secret. It in Pennsylvania, it's not the law, um, but it is it is a sensible and um, smart best practice. Uh, is to leave them in the backseat um, as long as possible. I mean, you can tell them, you know, whatever you want. <laughs> if right, they keep them right. in the backseat, we want to keep them away from the dashboard and the airbags, um, you know, the force that comes out in the airbag. I mean, uh, you know, seatbelts and airbags are, are meant to protect adults. So, um, you know, a smaller frame child or a shorter child, you know, at 13, they need to sit in the backseat. 
um, and just developmentally, because even though a child's like uh, 13 and they might be, you know, especially tall or 12 or 13 and they're especially tall, um, developmentally, they're still only, you know, 12. <laughs> right, right. So, um, and you can't put an infant seat in the front. You can't put an right. infant seat in front of an airbag. Right. So uh, we do remind parents of that. And um, yes, about, you know, we parents, I think, are in a rush because kids are in a rush to sit in the front seat because they see their friends kind of like how kids are in a rush to get out of a booster seat because they see their friends out of a booster seat and um you know they want to feel older and bigger and they don't want to be in a baby seat so they want to uh be in the 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 front seat so what are some exceptions to the rule as far as being in the front seat uh well we never put a rear-facing car seat in the front seat so that's just like absolutely not um and, you know, there, there are some, you know, it's, it's very, I think it's very hard to have them, but if your child, the only exception would be with that would be is if your child had, had some kind of health issue that they needed, that you needed to be, you know, needed to see them. Um, and, you know, there's some trucks that have just come with a, a key turn that you can turn it off. Um, turn the right, pick up, off. pickup trucks are a big one. We get yeah. questions about pickup trucks. A lot yeah. of uh, kids are sitting in the front seat because there's only one, yeah, one row of seat. Well, you know, and that and that certainly is it. It's not not uh, you know the best pick that we would have, but unfortunately, if there's a if there's only a jump seat in the back or like a seat that goes sideways or folds up or whatever, you know, that's not safe for kids either. So sometimes if a child, um, so first of all, if it's rear facing and, you know, there's forms that you need to fill out, it's very hard to get. I mean, um, you know, if they have some kind of health issue now, the, the, uh, and you have a turnoff in the truck. Um, so the other issue would be is if you had, um, if you had children, if you really absolutely say you have a lot of children, cause sometimes, you know, people, have a lot of kids and somebody needs to sit in the front seat. In that case, there's guidelines for that. And, you know, you, and that's where it's good to contact a technician. I should probably point that out. So it's good to talk to a car seat tech then, or, you know, call in a hundred car belt and say, Hey, can you help me with the placement? Where should I put my kids and where? And, um, you know, in those cases that a child does need to sit in the front seat, it's good to push the seat all the way back, you know, get them away from the airbag as far as possible. Make sure that they're in a five point harness system and, um, you know, um, that they're secured properly, you know, that they're not going to come forward and hit the dash or something like that. Um, so there are guidelines for that. And that's where car seat tech is, is good to, to call or get in uh, touch with. Right. And there are some local police mm-hmm. that are technicians. There are state police that are technicians. Yeah. You have to make an appointment, right. but, or they, if they call 1-800-CAR-BELL or go on the website, yeah, uh, we can PA guide them. Kids travel safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can guide them to that. So the other, if you go on PA Kids Travel Safe, you actually, uh, if you're looking for a technician or a fitting station, uh, you can go on and search by county. So you know, if you're here in Luzerne County and you want to look up what you know where the fitting stations are, you want to call uh, a local tech um, to answer your questions, or you know, especially now, maybe it's um, you know, just a phone conversation or, you know, um, some kind of FaceTiming or, call, you know, uh, something like that, that, you know, you can kind of answer some questions until, you know, we're able to get out and actually, you know, meet with people. 
Right. Yeah. And we'll talk a little bit about that. Before we move on to that, one more thing, um, which I think is a a big question that we also get asked is the difference with the latch and the difference with the seatbelt. Okay. Yeah. So some car car seats could either be installed with the seatbelt or they could be installed with the latch. Right. Uh, So why don't we talk a little bit about um, what's the difference? What's the same between those two? Right. And we do, we get, you know, some people uh, show up at a car seat check and their, their car seat is installed with latch and they like using latch. It's, it's easy to use. Um, uh, and the only problem with continuing to use it would be that at a certain, uh, there's limits to the latch bar for uh, weight. So, you know, looking at the instructions, it's, you know, it's usually like about 65 pound, a 65 pound weight limit. So that's the the weight of the child and then the weight of um, the car seat itself. Um, so you have to take those things into consideration. And then it does say it in the instructions, you know, um, what the limit is. Um, so the general rule is about is, is the 65 pound weight limit. So unfortunately, the whole life of the car seat can't be, you can't be using it with latch based on how heavy the child's going to be and the weight of the car seat. Um, so we'll have to, uh, in, in, you know, we've told parents like, you know, your child's too heavy or they're getting really close, you know, let's, let's work on using the seatbelt. And some parents just like using the seatbelt, you know, some, they think that's easier to use. So the whole idea is, is getting, it's not uh, which one is safer than the others, which one can you use the best to get it the tightest. Um, and then you could use latch up until the weight limit. And then eventually you're going to have to learn how to use the seatbelt and how to install that. And again, a good right. time, good time to call a tech. <laughs> yes, right. I mean I've always used the seatbelt, and um, and of course, you know, if they're you know forward facing, then you get into the, you know, the the latch, which is the lower anchors and the upper tether. Right. Um, I've always used the the seatbelt. I always found it easy, and and which also, uh, you know, made me think of position in the car. Now, if you have, you know, we see a lot of new parents that have one child. Mm -hmm. So we always Mm. get the question, you know, are they safest in the middle? Right. So, so what? Sure. I mean, it's the center of the vehicle. I mean, there's, uh, if you're in a crash, there's, um, you know, if you're hit wherever you're, I mean, whether you hit the side, the front, the back, I mean, you're in the middle of the vehicle. So there's less chance for that. Um, it just, uh, and, and you could put your child in the middle seating position, um, if the vehicle manufacturer allows, um, you know, if you're going to put it in the middle, you know, does it have lower anchors for the middle seating position? Um, does it, uh, allow you to use one from each side, you know? Um, so if you have latch on the two outboard positions will allow you to use one from each um, and these are all things that you need to check in the manufacturer's instructions if you if you really want to use latch. Um, and then the other uh, would be then, uh, you know, using the seatbelt in, in the middle. Uh, and if it's forward facing, then, you know, uh, where's the tether strap? Where's that going to where's that going to uh, anchor to? So, um, yeah, sure. I mean, it's just all about but with the vehicle manufacturer's instructions and the car seat manufacturer's instructions. Right. And, and it's very important. Yes. Read, 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 read. And now right. they make it even easier. They have, I mean, most manufacturers have videos on yes. the website, on YouTube. Right. I mean, you can, 
there's a lot of information. And, and I think uh, what's important to also know is, um, you know, because we've been talking about call, you know, calling a technician, call a technician. So let's talk about the role of a technician. Okay. If, I, if I'm a new mom and I call you and I want to come and get my car seat looked at. Well, what, what's the technician? Right. Do? Well, you know, we, we talk about this in class. So the first thing, so if someone calls and says, hey, I'm going to come over. When can I come over? And you make an appointment or whatever. Um, the first thing that we're going to tell you to do is make sure that you install it before you get there. So, right. you know, we really avoid those situations where people show up with a box and a car with a, a boxed car seat that they haven't even looked at. So it's hard for us. And, you know, our job is in, as uh, technicians is to um, is to teach you how to, you know, use your car seat. And it's hard to teach you if you've never used it before. You're not going to understand. So if you install it, like install it the best that you can and then we'll go over it with you. And, um, and you have to be familiar with the instructions. You know, we're not there as installers. That's not our job. We're not car seat stall installers for car seat technicians. So we're there to answer questions help, to help you. Um, you know, we can't make appointments for everyone every time they take their car seat out. So um, you really need to be familiar with your car seat. So we're, we're there to guide you and not, um, not to do the installing. Right, because, you know, for those who have uh, kids, we know that you may end up taking a car seat out, putting it in another car, uh, you know, getting a new car, putting it in grandma's car, grandpa's car. So you exactly. So you do have to know how to do it, how to um, how to install correctly in any vehicle. And, you know, we are there to just guide you and and show you, uh, you know, what what was wrong what wasn't wrong and if you go to the state police or if you find a technician it's you know about 20 minutes to check a car seat we have paperwork that we fill out we give you a copy of the paperwork we give you some you know reading material and you know and then you're on your way so it is a great program but we are in a pandemic so what are some things um, parents can do if they want their car seat checked but they Obviously, we're not doing a lot of face-to-face right, right, right now. So, I mean, you can install a car seat. I mean, one of, one of the things that you do is, like, if you want to try it yourself, like, install the car seat. You know, and like you said, there's lots of instruction videos. There's so many. You go to any car, car seat manufacturer's website, and they have YouTube videos. And, you know, here's how to work this, and here's how to work that. Um, you know, so you, you have that resource. Um, you can call, like I said, you can go on our website and find a local technician and say, Hey, do you think you could like walk me through this? Or if I send you some videos about what's going on, can you give me some tips? You know, the most common thing is that the car seat is loose, right? You right. Know, or a harness placement, like send me a picture of the harness placement. What, what kind of problems are you, are you having that I can maybe work through with you? And that's something you could probably work through. It doesn't take the place of face-to-face, um, but, you know, at least maybe you can get your car seat to seat. And that's the whole goal. If somebody comes to a car seat check is that we want everyone to leave, um, you know, as the safest as possible. So, um, and safer than how they arrived. Uh, so, and it's the same thing. So if we can try and help you work through some, some uh, issues that you're having, uh, we, I mean, a lot of it's visual anyway. So, you know, take some pictures and let me see where that right. chest clip is falling and how tight the harness is and, 
you know. Yes. And a lot of us are working from home. So it's, yeah, it's great to know that sure. during those hours that, you know, that people could reach out to us, you know, if they have questions, right. if they, you know, could send pictures. Um, what about, uh, and I want to talk about this too, expiration dates. Yes. Uh, yes, believe it or not, car seats do expire. Yeah. So let's talk about why they expire. Uh, well, why they expire. I mean, uh, and all of these materials, especially here in Pennsylvania, where, you know, like today it's 35 and tomorrow or a couple of days from now, it'll be 75. So we have a lot of, right. <laughs> or a hundred, you know, so <laughs> you have a lot of wear. I mean, think how hot it gets in your car this summer. So just like temperature fluctuations and that takes wear and tear on plastics and, and such. Um, just the daily use, you know, if your kid, if your kids are, you know, having, um, you know, drinking their McDonald's refreshments and, you know, stuff gets spilled <laughs> and, you know, all that stuff t- starts to take wear and tear on fabrics and, and all that. Um, and then just the pulling and tightening, you know, a- anything over time is going to have some wear and tear on it. Um, so there is the expiration day for that. Um, some other things that happen over time with car seats is parts get lost. So, you know, and, you know, so do you have all the parts from the last kid? <laughs> you know, right, right. <laughs> you, know, you took the harness out, now you're putting it back in. Um, you know, so it's good to, uh, you know, make sure, you know, that you have all that, um, you know, and manufacturers made it easy now because yeah, they put they, the expiration date right on it for the most yeah. part. Most, most of them, them do, do. Um, kind of still now, and those dates can vary too. So um, they could be uh, they could be four years, they could be uh, seven, uh, they could be ten, and maybe it's ten years, but it's not ten years on the harness. It's ten years, maybe uh, if you have a three and one, it might say ten years, but it, the booster seat is ten years. So, um, and the other thing is, it's really good about, um, you know, maybe ditching the old car seat and getting a new one for, you know, another child is um, technology changes. So, you know, there's bigger and better things. um, And the quality is only going to get better as time goes on. So, you know, uh, we and and going on Mm -hmm. that to interrupt, but uh, we always get calls about, um, First of all, how do I get rid of a car seat? And can I get a car seat from a garage sale? Can I get a car seat from a consignment shop? Let's talk about that. So um, one of the things, I mean, the first one, sometimes, you know, sometimes uh, someone needs a car seat and they can't, they really can't afford it. Like they really just have nothing. Um, we do have car seat loaner programs that can kind of help them out, um, like in the, in the, you know, in the middle of that. So maybe while you're trying to save money, you can get a car seat on loan. Um, and those sites are also offered on our website. Um, the other thing is that parents, you know, uh, if you get a car seat, if you absolutely need to have a used car seat, maybe it's from someone, you know, that, you know, the history about the car seat and maybe, you know, maybe it was your, maybe it's from your sister, your cousin, and you know that they took good care of it. It has all the parts to it. You can re-register it to yourself. You can call on whatever the manufacturer's uh, number is and say, Hey, I'm the owner of this car seat now. And they'll let you know about recalls. Um, Unfortunately, when you go to like a garage sale or something like that, you don't know where this car seat has been or how it's been taken care of. If it's been in a crash, you know, are you, do you believe them if it hasn't? Sometimes the whole goal of that is just to make some money off of this. Um, and I, I, right. I've heard, I've had a, a car seat technician. One told me that she went to um, 
a yard sale and someone was selling a car seat with the um, the harness must have been cut. Maybe it was in the garbage and they duct taped it back together <laughs> and tried to sell oh it. That yeah, does not sound right. safe at so, all. Obviously, common sense. <laughs> and we've, I mean, we've been to, we've done car seat checks where, yeah. I mean, you know, God, you know, God bless them, but grandma and grandpa have, you know, mom and dad's car seat from 30 yes. years ago, or I found this car seat yeah, on the side, the of, a side dumpster, of the dumpster one, you yeah. know, <laughs> right. So, I mean, and, and if they, if they want to get rid of a car seat, yeah. um, take back programs. I mean, a lot of stores do car seat take back programs. Yeah. I highly we, encourage it. Right. Yeah. And when we do it, I mean, we, the webbing, yes. we, we really take it apart so it cannot be used again. Right. And uh, some places even go as far as crushing it or, you know, busting it up and, you know, um, but we, we, that is true. And we, it's best just to, you know, get rid of all that. Um, I, unfortunately, I don't really know of any, um, I think there might be some car seat manufacturers that have recyclable car seats, but um, I think for the most part, you know, they just have to really be broken up and, and tossed, you know. And what about consignment shops? Cause that's a big one. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I've had a, like mixed reviews with consignment. Sometimes they sell car seats and again, and you're just looking at the same thing because you really don't know the history of it. Um, right. Does it have all its parts? Um, you know, uh, I mean, I, I guess that's, it. but the other side of that too, is if someone really needs, I, I you don't want them, um, you know, is one car seat better, is a used car seat better? It's it's just better than not having one at all. So right, you kind right. of just have to have some common sense about that. I, I wouldn't recommend it. Some of them kind of go above it. I've worked with some consignment shops that, you know, check for recalls, have, you know, make sure all the parts are on it. Um taken a bit of a chance with it you know right I mean it's you know it's it's great to you know save up a little bit of money a a month yeah and you know until the you know the baby arrives to buy the car seat right um you know hopefully you 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 have a baby shower right you don't like I said saving up that money and we we talk about this a lot every car seat on um on the shelves are safe they're they've been crash tested Mm -hmm. so it could be the $300 one it could be the $150 one but we always say it what fits your vehicle um what you could install the best by yourself what you can afford right is the best seat for your child there's there's a lot of inexpensive car seats too you know if that's really I mean you're buying a you're buying a car seat used and it's they're asking 25 30 you could buy a brand new one for 40 or 50 so, right. you know, um, you kind of, I mean, really weigh that out. If, if you do have a used car seat, like right now you have a used car seat and you're listening and you're like, oh, I should, you know, continue to use it. Make sure you're using it the right way. You know, follow the instructions in nice and tight, your child's harnessed, and then put that money aside as soon as you can and go get a new one. Yeah. Right, right. Now, um, before we end, um, uh, National Highway Traffic Safety Administration came out with a safety advisory yes uh now can you talk about that and also for those you know we know you could go on pa kids travel safe.org you could go on the national highway traffic safety administration there's a lot of websites that you could go on to um you know to check on car seats check on recalls everything right. like that but what was the safety advisory that they came up so with? uh 
we saw yesterday um, that they had released about um, a seat called a little passenger seat. So what it is, is like, um, it was a company that made uh, an additional bench seat. And I think I saw even that they make some bucket seats, made, had made some bucket seats. They're no longer in business. Um, but they were, this bench seat was being advertised as th- that it was um, Department of Transportation approved and it was not. Um, so that meant it didn't, you know, it was not crash test worthy. Um, so the company is no longer in business, but some of these um, bench seats that apparently you hook somehow to the back of your vehicle and in, in the inside of your vehicle to give you some extra seating room um, that, um, you know, it, unfortunately, they're just not, um, they just not were safe uh, or tested to be actually be used. Um so, but that just goes for a lot of uh, non-regulated products. There, that was an aftermarket product. So whenever you see something like that, that says aftermarket. Um, so we really want to be wary of those um, and, you know, and just, you know, make sure. Um, if you do have them, uh, if you do have one, you know, it's advised to, to not use it um, and to get, but that, there's a lot of, car, there, that's also an issue for car seats. And we want to be careful of third party uh, buying things from third parties. So if you're on Walmart or Amazon or eBay, you know, uh, we need to uh, exercise some caution about who we're buying our car seats and our right. vehicle stuff from. Aftermarket products, um, we talk about uh, things that are not crash tested. So they could potentially harm your child. Uh, we see a lot of aftermarket products in cars with children, like mirrors toys right um you know things like that where um yeah you know they're nice and they're fun and they're not against the law right and we tell parents this but we we try to tell them that these things are not crash tested so it could become dislodged it could hurt your child it could you know become a a projectile in the vehicle and that's what we mean by aftermarket products and and there are a lot out there I mean, you know, everybody wants to have their child more relaxed and more comfortable in the car seat. And some car seat manufacturers are making aftermarket products that match the car seat. And those are okay. Those are okay. Yeah. So if yeah. it's if it's made, if you have a, uh, if you have a Brightex car seat and you purchase the Brightex mat to go with it and they, they've been crash tested together. So that's suitable. Um, you just need to be careful of any kind of like extra little padding and, you know, things that aren't, you know, aren't made by that, the company of the car seat that you're using. Right. Well, thank you for uh, coming on. Sure. Today. We, I think we just like skimmed. I mean, we could talk <laughs> we could go probably for, uh, for hours. Classes four days. <laughs> right, right. And, um, you know, we, we, we probably should have another, you know, uh, podcast on this because there is so much to talk sure. about car seats. Yeah. It's, it's simple, but complicated. And, you know, and it's, you know, you know, I know for myself, I sat in the back seat. I didn't have a booster seat. I always tell the story of when I fell out of the back seat of my car on to the road, but that's <laughs> in my parents' station wagon. That's another, another that's podcast, another podcast, but right. I mean. <laughs> we have there is so much information but there is help out there and that's the best part there is help out right. there if you're a new parent 
If you're a current parent, go on pakidstravelsafe.org or call 1-800-CARBELL and someone will be there to help you, a technician, and you can find a technician in your area to help you out with anything you need with these questions. Great. Yeah. All right. Well, thank yeah, you so thanks much. For calling. All right. All right. Have a good All day. Right. Bye-bye.